Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today is Thursday, and we are furthering down the road of the launch of Military Fitness Radio. Excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat uh, with uh, Nate Morrison that we're going to air here in just a couple minutes. Um, Just wanted to also mention that there is a website that goes along with this discussion, and it's AmericanDefense.us. I wanted to put that out up front, that those of you who are listening to the show need to go check the website out, American Defense, and that's Defense with the C, D-E-F-E-N-C-E dot U-S, um, because the stuff we're getting into, especially with this next show, um, is really game-changing content when we talk about health and fitness, uh, because it's a different paradigm. It's health and fitness to, to uh, put your body to the exact test that it was designed uh, to perform. And uh, how you doing, Nate? I'm doing great, Carl. How are you today? Yeah, very, very good. You know, um, I w- you and I were talking off the air, and yeah. I was telling you that uh, the notes that you send me, uh, when <laughs> I read them through, the, I, I get stuff from, I get content from so many people who are on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, your depth of understanding of the intersects of the, what the human body is capable of doing and the real-world threats out there. Because, you know, we always talk about specificity. You can't learn this kind of stuff from somebody who doesn't understand what the real threats to the body are in, in these circumstances, right? Because that's like trying to learn the bench press from a guy who deadlifts, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually even even worse of a, of a comparison there because, um, you know, there's something to be said for, for – being out in that environment or being in, in both the tactical and the survival environment and understanding what it is that your body does for real. And it's one of the big disconnects with the fitness community that I have is I've got the experience that says, and it's not just me, it's all the guys that have been with me and, and uh, folks like a good friend of mine, Nathan Craig, that, uh, you know, we go out into the field for seven days and things happen to your body that are very, very different. And, 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 it's not what you're being told happens and, and the preparedness that you do, or, or I'm sorry, the preparedness you try to have going out there, it, it just doesn't match. You know, it's like you're, yeah. you're literally doing apples to oranges. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically I've been, I, you know, my entire adult life has been rewriting the manual on how to physically prepare for, uh, for the tactical world, for the survival world and all that kind of thing, trying to get back to what we really, are designed to do and um and and it's a lot different than the paleo folks too right you know because the paleo folks you know they don't have this experience either um you know they're they're going off with this study or that study well go live it man yeah right you you know (laughs) you know you know you don't you don't realize how quickly caloric expenditure goes up when the body is not just required to be active but to do so under great psychological stress Right. Um, you know, and, and not only that, if you're not prepared for it, if you didn't, if your specificity was off, right. then you are hyper inefficient in everything that you do, which burns exponentially more calories. Yeah. 
right, so let's talk about this. I have never really thought of body composition before other than as as most of us think of it as like I want to be able to see my abs. I want more muscle up top on my shoulders and chest and I want to be thick up there. Like we don't think of body composition the way you do. No, no. I look at it from an asset versus liability standpoint always. Um, so that's, that's your first question is, is, is my body composition an asset to my survival, my, my ability to perform in combat, or have I developed a liability? So if I'm carrying too much muscle, it's a liability. If I'm carrying too much fat, it's a liability. If I'm carrying not enough, it's a liability of, of both fat and muscle. So there's a middle ground, and that was where my research took me was, what the heck is the middle ground? What does it look like? Literally, what does it look like? And what, how does that measure out, you know? Um, and, and that's how I, you know, I, I ended up in, in things like anthropology to find these answers. Um, it took a lot of years. <laughs> right. So, so first of all, you have to find a model of a human that isn't influenced by some sort of um, yeah. cultural oddity that we're going through at the time. Uh, right. So, so how, you know, I mean, yeah, I could see how you'd have to go to an anthropologist. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it, well, and, 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 you know, this stopped me really early in my career. Um, you know, I, I grew up, um, it, it's maybe, I mean, I guess I'm fine, fine. If we make departures here and all that sort of thing, there's, I, I wrote you a bunch of notes, but I don't look at it as a hard and fast. Script, okay, good. But, Cause uh, I, I'm trying to stay to the notes too at the same time. So I'm glad you gave me permission for that. Cause I didn't know. Yeah, okay, no, good. let's, let's wander. Cause I can see already we're going to wander. And it's going to be great for the guys out there. Um, so I grew up farming and logging in Northeastern Vermont. And then at the, at the end of the day, my brother and I would go downstairs and in, in the basement, we had a gym set up and we would lift weights and, you know, I read the magazines. I had I had Arnold's uh, Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding, and you know the magazines all tell you this fantastic story that man, if you get if you get all this muscle, if you're like Arnold, then you'll be able to do it all. You know, yeah. And I mean, and and so that's great. So <laughs> you know, so I I was blinded when I went through selection. I sort of I went into selection at 185 pounds. I came out at 148. And, um, and I've got the, I've got the pictures of, of the before and after and all that fun stuff. And, um, I mean, I was just a machine at five foot eight, 148 pounds. I could run 20 miles any day of the week and not really be out of breath, right. you know, um, work capacity through the roof, so on and so forth. Um, and it didn't dawn on me at that time. It, it got me later because of course, then I thought just like everyone else did is like, Oh man, look what this did to me. I need to pack on more muscle. So sure enough, when I got to uh, the pararescue school, I, I got in the gym and I started lifting hard and, and bodybuilding again. And then the field phase hit. And in the field phase, you know, you're loaded up with all of this uh, equipment on your back. You're carrying, you know, 100-pound pack kind of thing. And uh, you go out into the mountains of New Mexico. And I remember uh, Master Sergeant Scott Copper, this little tiny, he was about as big around as a pencil. And he had a backpack that was as big as two or three of us put together. And I swear to God, he ran up the mountain. Uh, and, and we just stared in disbelief. We couldn't believe what had just happened because we'd all been working out so hard. And this guy just, he shouldn't, according to the magazine, he shouldn't have been able to do that. Right. And that always stuck with me because, you know, 
I was big and I was strong. And those mountains kicked my ass. Right. And I came out of the mountains back down around 150. Uh, huh, that's, that's mm. interesting. And it always stuck with me. And that was where it all began for me, that something's wrong and I don't know what it is. So that that was the journey as as far as basically how where the seed got planted that said something's wrong. This, what they're saying in the magazines doesn't apply to the real world if you carry a gun for a living. So well, but but see something that you said at the very beginning of the show. <clears throat> you said too much, right? Mm-hmm. If you're carrying too much muscle. If you're carrying too much fat. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking that, as you said that, what determines that? What mechanism, what systems, um, what gyroscopic intelligence in your body tells you you're carrying too much? What is, what are the, is it, is there a cardiovascular feedback loop that says, you know, throughout the day we're working this percentage more, we're carrying too much, regardless of whether it's muscle or, or fat? You know, understanding that set point actually could become magic because I believe – so there's a phenomenon. When people go from being gym rats to getting into the body weight culture, they start doing calisthenics, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Something miraculous happens to them. They they lose a lot of body weight in muscle as well, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they become overall stronger. And, the, and I yeah. almost feel like the body has this proprioceptive understanding mm-hmm. of what its maximum return on investment for muscle obtained is. Yeah. And it knows that if I'm – if I keep my weight at this, then my body can actually handle everything it needs to handle without any problem whatsoever. But mm-hmm. understanding where where does that – it enough come from who how do you program how is someone programmed that is it something that happens to you when you're young and you you're exposed to heavier loads as you're a young person that some mechanism in your head super compensates us so we got to get used to being stronger right so what you just said we could do probably three hours <laughs> worth on it which is just awesome I, i'm just i don't even know where to start so i'll start at the end um yes it begins in youth. That's why it just horrifies me to see all of these folks that are keeping their children sedentary. They're letting the television raise them and worse now, video games. Um, When you have a child that grows up sedentary, you have all of these different milestones or waypoints in childhood development. And as you hit those points, basically what happens is if you didn't do it right up until that point, you really don't get it back later, no matter how hard you try. Mm. You'll never achieve that quality. Um, so as you go through, and of course the older and older you get, you know what we're getting now is we're getting 18-year-olds that are, um, sometimes they're not even obese, but they just don't have the bone density. They don't have the tendon and ligament strength. They don't have the, the muscle tissue resilience. Um, and they don't have the physiological environment to, to once you load that human being, they don't have the physiological uh, resilience to bounce back the way that you know we did when I was growing up. I mean, you could beat the daylight out of anyone in uh, in my generation, uh, no matter whether they came from the city or not. I, I just think back to kids that I was in selection with and everything. They beat the daylights out of us. They never hurt any of us. 
But, I mean, they beat us hard. Um, these days you can't do that because these guys just break down immediately and they take forever to recover. Um, and so uh, this happens with obesity, and it also happens with bone density where, um, and I don't remember the age, but I, so do not quote me on this, but I think, I think it's that by the time you hit age 12, it's been programmed the basically the number of, of fat cells you're going to carry for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah. I you believe know? that. I believe yeah, that. So that's a sad fact because I was fat at 12. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so sad <laughs> to hear that. The thing is, is that what it, what it really means practically is that someone like you, if, if you were, if you were in that situation and you have to look at it too. I mean, they, there was no such thing as video games. So maybe you you had maybe you were a little overweight, but I guarantee you were exponentially more active than yeah, folks are today. today. Oh yeah, you know? hell yeah. yeah so yeah. so that mitigates that significantly, significantly because what kids are doing today is they're not active at all, and they're getting fat, and you know it's just this giant thing. So think about so think about this. So fat. think about this, and it makes perfect sense, right? You and I have all, and everybody in the audience, we've worked around people, or, or even worked in the gym next to people, mm-hmm. that uh, the more strenuous something became, you could actually see the signs of pain on their face, the grimace yeah. of pain on their face, right? Yeah, and so absolutely. you're, you're, you know, and we've always heard people who say, "Oh, I have a high threshold to pain." Like me, I have a really high threshold to pain. Yeah. Like, like I can hold my toe while the doctor sews it up, mm-hmm. like without anesthesia. I mean, yeah. like when when I ran my foot over with a lawnmower when I was young, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, so those people who somewhere along the line when I was young, I must have did some heavy work because. That that is a a perception that is relative that is perception. What you think yeah. is hard work is hard work. It's not that there is a universal. This is where hard work starts. Well, not for that mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and then there's a whole other show right there. The the fact that there's a connection historically between endurance and suffering, because the original definition for words like endurance and stamina was the ability to suffer. And what are you suffering? You're suffering work, you know, <laughs> and the aches and the pains and the and the burn and everything else that that it brings with it. Um, so that in itself could be a could be its own show. Um, but returning to the set point thing, um, there, there is a there is a certain element, like I said, to the fact that yeah, this starts in childhood, and and you don't want to mess that up. So you want your kids to have um, a very diverse childhood have them play a lot of sports and play a lot of different games and do a lot of different activities. Don't worry about winning or trophies. It's the games because they need that activity. Um, but with activity comes another thing. And, and that is, um, or, or another really critical point, which is this whole discussion of sedentary versus not sedentary that we got into, I think last week. Right. So the amount of work that the human organism performs in a day is a set point. So, for example, they've, they've isolated this where they've said, okay, well, uh, human beings should take 10,000 steps a day minimum. Why? Because in the wild, in the indigenous environment, uh, human beings will, take, will walk anywhere from 10 to 20 miles in a day without even blinking. Right. It, it, it's nothing to them. And I have clients today where I say, you know, I'd like to start with you walking a mile, and they go, what? 
I can't do that. One mile. You can't do that. Really? Well, okay. In, in the old days, you'd be dead. So there's that. Um, right. You know, right. But, but there's a certain amount. So there's a certain amount of work that the human being is supposed to do. They are supposed to walk a certain distance. And, you know, in a given day and in a given week, they, they'll do a certain amount of walking, a certain amount of jogging, a certain amount of running, a certain amount of sprinting. But they'll also do a certain amount of manual labor, a certain amount of, of um, throwing things, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so when you add all of that up, our overall total load on the human body, our daily activity in general, is so pathetically low, yeah. we don't stand a chance. So <laughs> yeah. you, you have to then train, you, know, you have to come up with a way to train this stuff again. And so even if you just have people walking, I mean, this is, this is my biggest bang for the buck. The biggest thing I can do with clients is just have them start walking and work up to five miles a day, Charles and Staley, it changes their life. Char- Charles Staley just posed, I don't mean to cut you up, we, we have to take yeah. a break, and then, and then I want to I come back to the topic, because the topic that we mm-hmm. started with is very important. Charles Staley posted something the other day about non-exercise energy expenditure. Yes. Um, he got himself a Fitbit. And he started walking 10,000 steps a day, and that's all mm-hmm. he changed. And he lost 6.6 yep. 6 pounds in like a month. And, or no, maybe, yeah. maybe it was six weeks. And he wasn't trying yeah. to lose weight. He, so he goes, right. Look, I'm trying to gain weight. I'm 58 years old. I'm deadlifting heavy. I want to gain weight. But just by increasing how much he walks. Yeah. It's amazing. So. Well, and, and after the break, let's touch on that real quick. Okay, let's come back. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll come back to that, and then I want to I want to talk about body combative body composition because I want to deliver yeah. the goods on what it looks Definitely. like and how to achieve it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Military Fitness Radio. There is no other olive oil like Papa Vince Extra Virgin Olive. Not just because of the care and quality that goes into producing it, but also because the unique Nocellata di Belice olive that grows in Sicily is like no other olive in the world. Its spicy yet buttery flavor improves any food it comes in contact with. Higher in antioxidants, Papa Vince is raw, unfiltered, and cloudy, and comes from a single orchard owned and operated by the same family for over 100 years. It's the only olive oil Elisa and I will ever use. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Papa Vince banner ad and use code SHR45 and get two bottles of Papa Vince for $45 while supplies last. You've heard about turmeric and you probably use it. It's one of the most talked about health foods in America. Pure Indian Foods sources certified organic turmeric from small farmers in India. This limited edition turmeric is standardized to contain high naturally occurring curcumin, which is the good stuff you want. It's also lab tested for heavy metals, which you want less of in your food. Psst, don't tell too many people about it. It's limited edition. Get yours today. Go to highcurcumenturmeric.com today to learn more. If you've followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenix Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted until my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenix Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep 
keep my minerals in balance. Try Kigenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kigenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kigenics Prime. I couldn't have done it without it. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. U.S. Wellness Meets is the leader in home-delivered, high-quality animal protein. Grass-fed beef, lamb, bison, and dairy. Plus, wild-caught seafood, heritage pork, and free-range poultry. Everything delivered right to your door within days of your order. There is no one better to supply you and your family with the highest-quality pastured meat product and dairy than U.S. Wellness Meats. Save 15% off when you use the coupon code SHR. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the U.S. Wellness Meats banner ad today. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest protein bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars move over superheroes this is the superhuman channel welcome back to military fitness radio with nate morris and myself carl lenore and uh, we have a couple listener questions from uh, last week's show uh, that we'll get to at the end of this show here we're talking about you. You wanted to touch upon my comment about Charles Staley uh, bumping up his steps to ten thousand a day, and in a form of non-exercise energy expenditure, blew like six calories off. I mean, six pounds off his body without wanting to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one of the points that I made in one of our previous shows um, that I, I just think is worth repeating here now, given uh, Charles' uh, experience, and, and Charles is a great guy, um, but. Uh, the interesting thing is that when, when it comes to what we were talking about before, where you have all of this activity that the human being is supposed to do and what he's calling you know, non-exercise-related activity, what's so amazing is that once you start um, making it so that, you know, whether it's in, in your life or in your training or both, you're achieving that level of activity, the things you can do with your body are nothing short of astonishing at any age. So it, it really, to me activity, you know, total activity is a key component of body composition because so many people 
that are working really, really hard. When you, when you really look at what they're doing, um, you know, they've got their gym time and they've got their perfect diet and, and, and all of this, and they're just still struggling. If you just bump up the amount of activity they do in a day, even if their goal is bodybuilding, it's mind-blowing what you can start to do with the human body and how much better these guys are going to feel, how much better they look, how much um, fat, you know, that, that, that gets right underneath the skin. You'll start to lose that. You'll start to shred up. It's just incredible. And people, you know, I, I don't understand it. People are, are, are adopting this idea that they have to kind of be like a lab rat, live in the box, come out of the box, run on the wheel for exactly 20 minutes or whatever, and then back in the box and eat just the right thing to have the right body. It's like, I, I don't understand what that's all about, but it's what most people are doing these days. Yeah. And it doesn't work. You know, um, Alex Leaf told me that the body has the capacity to put through well over 24,000 calories of food a day. To think yeah. about that, to, 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 to consume, digest, metabolize, burn, utilize. In other words, if you worked all day long, if you, you – know, farmers – you know, they work all day long. People who, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, he, when you think about that, and we're and we're do basing everything on a two thousand calorie a day diet, so we're we're eating at the tenth of capacity. We're we're moving yeah. at a tenth of the capacity. Um, right. Anyway, let, let's right. let's talk about body yeah. composition because this is really important. So, how, when when you define body composition, how are you defining it? Okay, it, body composition is is really a visual thing from the outside, us looking in. So if I look at you, I'm, I'm making a visual note of your body composition. So if I see a guy come down the street, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm immediately looking at his shape, first and foremost, and then I'm making a judgment call on how much muscle and fat this guy is carrying, and then I'm making a judgment call on what his physical capability and health is. And that's all kind of part of a, you know, your built-in threat matrix or threat assessment system uh, that we all have. I mean, we depend on it as human beings. Um, and, and what it really is, is it's a combination of, uh, obviously, of course, all 12 body systems. Um, but, you know, we're looking at the skeletal system. We're looking at the skin. We're looking at, at the muscles and, and especially the fat. And um, that's really, really important because... Um, like like what we said before, where where your if your perceptions of what you're doing or or what your body composition actually is is wrong, then when you get called upon to do something extraordinary, you're going to be unbelievably shocked at how difficult it is or or how badly you failed, how quickly you failed. Um, and so we have to be very 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 brutally honest about you know what it is that that we actually have. Um, and, and what, what all of that means. But, so, but is it easy enough to just assess it by eye to say, well, you know, cause it sounds to me like a certain amount of fat is important for yeah. a warrior, right? It is. Yeah. And, and you can, I mean, basically, uh, here, here's the fun thing. If, if, if you picture, say, you know, any of the cover models on, on the, uh, on the magazines like men's fitness or something like that and add about 5% body fat, mm-hmm. um, you've got basically the ideal athletic body composition. Um, and do we want to get into exactly what that is right now? No, absolutely not. Okay. I mean, we, we can do that later. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking you, when you're assessing, you do want to see some fat on, on a person. Oh, this yeah. idea, you know, um, people going around shredded, 
at six yeah. and seven percent body fat all the time is the other extreme of somebody being obese and being a hundred pounds overweight. It's the, it's, right. it's not a healthy place to be if you get sick. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Well, and, and and we have to talk about why that is because, for example, um, you know it, it might shock people to understand or to know that fifty percent of every cell in your body is made out of cholesterol. Cholesterol is not the enemy. It's not a bad thing. It, it's made of cholesterol. And so just tissue repair requires fat because cholesterol actually is, is manufactured from fat. Right. Um, most of your hormones are manufactured from fat. Uh, this is a, a profound thing for women because when women drop their body fat percentage too far, they stop menstruating. Right, right. That's kind of... But then consider the impact of, uh, actually, this is one of the things that Mike Mahler taught me years ago, was that having enough body fat and having enough dietary fat is a profound, imp- uh, a profound factor in your androgen production. Mm-hmm. So if you're following, if you're always shredded, you're going to be entering te- uh, estrogen land because you, you just don't have the fat. You know, in your diet or in your in your body, right? To, to produce keep testosterone, up with the right. testosterone production. Yeah. So now you're stressing the body. Cortisol goes up, right? You know, and things start to go bad very, very quickly. Right. So now everyone chases. You know, it, yo-yo. The yo-yo effect is not just uh, you know soccer moms dieting. It, right. It's these people trying to be fit and just throwing themselves into that yo-yo thing. Um, and at a certain point, man. It requires some profound intervention, as, as I know you know. So once you once you mess that up, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, you actually dropped. I think your phone dropped out for a second. I thought you stopped talking. Oh. I apologize. No, no, go ahead. Um, I was going to say. Uh, so, from a warrior standpoint, mm-hmm. I mean, you want enough muscle to execute the tactical things that you have to do. Yeah. Uh, you want enough body fat to help you stay uh, ambulatory without a meal every five minutes, right? Because that's where yep. you're going for your for your nutrition at that point, so your calories are rather at that mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, what other factors are there other than uh, the amount of muscle you carry and the amount of body fat you carry um, and, and, and how that plays into your ability to do everything you need to do without – because I'm wondering where muscle stops being effective, like or beneficial. Yeah. Can you actually see that in a, in a person's mm-hmm. training? Yeah. Well, so so let me give some good news out to the folks that really like their hypertrophy training <laughs> every now and then. Um, the the good news is, is that you do need muscle, and you do need. Um, I'll, I'll I'll throw the number out there. You need eighty to ninety percent of your maximum muscular potential. Mm. Now. <laughs> That's the trick. Everyone seems to think, you know, if I just keep doing all this hypertrophy work, I'll get just massively huge. And uh, no, you won't. You absolutely will not. Not without drugs, you won't. And nor should you. Because there is, as you said before, there is a set point of how much muscle you genetically have the ability to grow. And it's not like you just grow you know, unlimited and whatever. There's even a, there's a rate limit to it as well. So and I'll get into a little bit more specifics in just a minute, but just, just to kind of crush the dreams of people that think living in the gym is, is where it's at. If, in your first year of lifting, if you do literally everything correct, your food, your sleep, your lifting, like 
everything is perfect. You you could, as a man, you could build, um, you know, 25 pounds of muscle in one year. Now, what will you do next year? Well, the most you're ever going to build next year without drugs is 12 pounds. And the most you're ever going to build the third year is six pounds. It halves every year to the point where you hit a point of diminishing returns no matter what you do mm-hmm. until you take drugs. Now, once you take steroids, then, you know, I mean, we all see and understand that effect. But um, the, the point is, is that if you're going to be a bodybuilder, or I'm sorry, if you're going to pursue the whole bodybuilding thing, that's how it's actually going to go. And that, that then correlates with things like body mass index uh, in ways that get really interesting if you're a geek and into numbers like I am. Um, so, for example, for me, healthy begins at uh, defined by BMI as a BMI of 125 pounds. Now, I literally can't remember what, <laughs> a time ever being 125 pounds. For your, um, for your, for your height, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. for my height. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, for five foot eight, yeah. Right, right. Um, and then the military says, hey, at BMI 27.5, that's 181 pounds. And, um, you know, we don't want you to, uh, to be bigger than that because then we're going to classify you. That's already classified as overweight. Overweight. Right. And, um, and, and after that, we're calling you obese. And what's interesting is I did a study um, of thousands and thousands and thousands of, of athletes. Um, athletes, some of the best soldiers I know, uh, so on and so forth. I did, I did all these studies, <clears throat> and I found that there was a common theme. There was always a common theme in there when it came to body mass index. Um, and, of course, the thing to say about body mass index is that you have to use it with body fat percentage. It's not a standalone figure, and I don't think that it was ever designed to be a standalone figure. Um, but your best all-around performance as a all-around athlete, all-around human being, the ultimate soldier is always a body mass index of 25 at a body fat percentage between 8 and 12%. And with that, you'll be carrying 80 to 90% of your maximum muscular potential, mm-hmm. which uh, for me, if I look at this, uh, I've got this on a, on a chart here. So for, um, where am I? It's, um, you know, I'll be carrying 100 and, basically 150 pounds of fat-free mass, of, of fat-free uh, muscle and yeah, bone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, muscle, yeah. And bone, uh, yeah. muscle bones and organs, right? right. Um, and that's great. And, and when I'm, and when I'm there, I look like a cover model. It's Mm -hmm. fantastic. It's wonderful. What, what, so what am I supposed to be? Uh, what is your height? I'm, I'm six, one, six, one. So sorry. My math is terrible. Is that 73 inches? Yeah. That's six. Well, yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. 73. Okay. So 187 pounds. Yeah. That ain't happening. (laughs) <laughs> that ain't happening. I mean, I'm, I'm, look, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm 241 right now. According to BMI, I'm, I'm obese. Oh yeah, you're up over BMI 30 by a bit. Yeah, but I mean, I'm probably, I bet you, I'm only 13 percent body fat, maybe 14 percent. I mean, I have, I have abs right now. If I want to shave my stomach. Yep. Yep. So and, I mean, I don't understand. That, yeah. You know, it's like why can't I, I don't know 185. Yeah. That sounds and, and, really. And the thing is, though, and, and that's fine, but you're not going to be. You know, you're not going to be doing the Mogadishu Mile anytime yeah, soon. No, you're not going no, to be climbing any no. 14,000 foot peaks anytime soon. 
Because if you did... I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. I, there's no way I'm pulling 241 pounds up the a cliff face. Somewhere. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know that already. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So people, people get very, you know, they get comfortable with where they're at. And they say, well, I really like this place. And, and then they like to tell themselves, well, you know, I'm pretty fit. I could do X, Y, and Z. No, you can't. And, and, I mean, that's just the truth of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just don't delude yourself, you know. Um, and, and that kind of comes into later on. I talk about in the, in the notes that we have, uh, form, uh, form follows function. So we've already talked about that where I got really big. And then after you put me in the field for a little while, and every combat arms guy knows this, every single guy knows, they get huge in the gym, they go out in the field for a month or two, and they come back as a toothpick. Yeah. And they say, oh, my God, this is terrible. I've got... Whoa! Well, wait, wait. I got so I got I got a logical question I want to ask at yeah. the other side of the break. Yeah. I have a really okay. really logical question. So I say, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Military Fitness Radio. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L. LYN.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at LiveOnLabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. If you suffer from abdominal bloating, relief is here. Introducing Atrontil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrontil works, while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found Atrontil. Relieve their symptoms, and it's available without a prescription because is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts. It's not a probiotic. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrontil. Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to lovemytummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at lovemytummy.com. Lovemytummy.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at synthogen.com mass pro synthogen when you train with it you'll gain with it 
Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is, I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Cansey Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansey Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. She take my money. Work it, make it, do it, make sense on the better, faster. Welcome back to Military Fitness Radio. With Nate Morrison, myself, Carl Lenore. So, Nate, yeah, here's an interesting thought. Uh huh. That muscle tissue becomes metabolic fuel. It breaks down amino acids, uh, mm-hmm. gluconeogenesis. I mean, everything. Yeah. So, it, if that if that warrior started his trip out into the field. At 185, <laughs> would he come back 185? Or the fact that he went out at 235 and came back 185, was that the right thing to do? Um, no. No, it's never the right thing to do to, to go out in a compromised state where you're carrying okay. all of that extra muscle and fat. That's the liability aspect. Um, you know, Because when you go out there, what happens is, what you've done, this, so this is the form follows function discussion. Uh, so your form, meaning your structure, your body composition, will mirror the activity. So it adapts, you know, this is, uh, so said principle, right? Specific adaptation to impose demand. Right. Classic, 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 right? So if I go out and uh, I was prepared to be a bodybuilder at 235, and I went out in the field, and I come back at, at uh, 175 or whatever, uh, or 185. <clears throat> then, then that's that's where I should be to be a warrior. If I'm out doing yeah. warrior things, and my body says, "Okay, uh, this is where we are the most comfortable," yeah. then then form has followed function, and you need to stay there, and you need to optimize that. So then, the training that I do is we take that. Well, we've already identified what the set point is. And then what we do is we just make you faster, we make you stronger, we give you more stamina, but the only thing that's going to happen is you'll flush out just a little bit, um, you know, as you achieve 8 to 12% body fat, as you achieve 80 to 90% of your max muscular potential, you'll, you know, you'll fill out to that point and then you'll stay there. And then even as you become more technically proficient, your body will need the, the strength aspect less. It will actually reduce muscle in order to be more efficient. Because remember, every ounce, every gram of muscle you're carrying, the body has to feed that. 
it has to maintain it. Metabolically, it metabolically expensive tissue. The most metabolically expensive tissue. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, brilliantly stated, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so from a, for a soldier's standpoint, why is it so important to get this body composition right up front? What, 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 what does it do for them? Well, the, the, the first really big thing is that you don't get a second chance. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, combat is combat's not a, oh, he got me. You just hit the redo button there and we'll just try again. There's no, no dress no. rehearsals. <laughs> no, you're, you're dead or you're severely injured um, or severely injured turns into dead. I mean, that's it. So, um, so that's, that's the beginning. So then specifically why? Well, the bigger you are, uh, the slower you are. Um, that's one of those things where people say, oh, that's just a myth. I mean, didn't they disprove that years and years ago? And, and that's all propaganda from the Weeder, uh, the Weeder brothers. Right. Um, because the God's honest truth is you are slow. Now, if you want to pick that, <laughs> if you want to pick that apart, you can say, well, you can have all these speed discussions about, you know, the heavyweight Olympic lifters and, and, oh, well, you know, they move. Yeah, sure. In the, in the Olympic snatch. Man, those guys, they, they move the most weight, the fastest in the world. You're absolutely right. Let's put a 70-pound backpack on and go for a 12-mile 12 uh, mile ruck march. Right. Oh, they're really, really slow. You right. Know? Right. Uh, let's have that guy sprint 20 meters between this position of cover and that position of cover under fire. Okay, bigger man, bigger target. Bigger man is slower. He's a bigger, slower target, which means he's easier to hit. Plus, I got to feed the guy. Plus, all the equipment we have is built for the average, which is 170 pound infantryman. And now I've got this 230 pound guy. Um, you know, we have parachute systems. They're, they they have a weight limit on them. Oh. Um, you know, so if you're too heavy, and this does happen, you'll have a great big guy. You can barely get him into the parachute system, and then you can't have him jump his own equipment because he'll overload the parachute. If you overload the parachute, you're going to injure him when he hits the ground. Um, if you're scuba diving, that big guy is going to be sucking twice as much air out of that tank because he's got more tissue to feed oxygen to, um, and so on and so forth. So it immediately becomes this huge liability. Um, on the, on the flip side, that's too much muscle on too much fat. You're lugging an extra 60 pounds or whatever it is, you know, just, just depends on what your composition is, but you know, we have a saying that says ounces equals pounds, or, you know, it, it adds up to pounds. And so every ounce, you know, you, you've got to find the energy somewhere and use muscle to move it. What about, so what you, about the idea that uh, a person who's uh, metabolically optimized will be more metabolically flexible? And in the field, you don't yeah. always get a chance to have a snack. Right. No, that's, that's, that's absolutely correct. Um, as one of my... <laughs> One of my favorite uh, nutrition stories. Um, there's a really interesting thing that happens when you go into uh, when you when you leave the convenience of the modern world and you go into the field. When you go into the field, uh, and this is how it is for most of us, the first let's say the first two to three days, you can't drink enough water, you can't eat enough food. Your body is in this 100% freakout mode, and then something happens. For me, it's at about the 72-hour mark. 72 hours in, if I drink a liter of water a day, I would be surprised. I never eat a full meal. I just have the occasional little snack of something that's in my backpack, 
And so what always happens to me is I go out loaded for bear, and I bring the majority of my food home with me. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Dr. Grove Higgins uh, highlighted the, what actually happens uh, in, inside the body. And what happens is the body makes this switch. It says, well, right now, I've got everything I need. I'm good to go. We'll just eat, eat, eat. And so your body, it becomes a master of storing energy. But when you get out in the field, it flips, and it becomes a master of using energy. So it switches from being hyper-efficient at storing energy and becomes hyper-efficient at using energy. Because it's not that my activity level goes down. It's that I very rapidly, almost more or less, almost instantly become um, physiologically incredibly, incredibly efficient. And this goes back to the mitochondria. So, you know, when you look at studies of mitochondria, uh, what happens, for example, they say, well, mild starvation, uh, w- what it does is it causes the body to do basically a check on itself. And it says, okay, whoa, 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 we're going to survey all the mitochondria. You, are you doing your job? But you're not even doing the thing. And they just kill it. <clears throat> Gone. Right. And so this is what fasting does as well, right? Um, it cleans out all of those dysfunctional mitochondria, and then it goes into overdrive, making more. So the more mitochondria you have, the more energy efficient you become. And you can do this in days if the conditions are right. Um, and you kind of have to be forced into the conditions like you are in the military or survival environment, because if you're not, you will always find a way to cheat the system, which, of course, is a survival reflex we all have. Um, and, and so it's very hard to simulate it, you know, very, very difficult to simulate that. Yeah. Um, so we've yep. It's it's really kind of amazing when you think about this because what you what you're really also illustrating is that when you start to become active for long periods of time, I'm talking about throughout the whole day, mm-hmm. that initially kind of is the switch that turns all this yeah. machinery in this different direction. It's like you're that's right. You know, I, I when when I used to hunt, and I'm actually going to start hunting again. By the way, I'm actually nice. going, I'm going to upstate New York at the end of the end of this month to go visit oh, very nice. friends. Yeah. Um, when I used to hunt, I was like you. We were out all day long, and especially when we went uh, when, when we went bear hunting in the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out all day long. You moved all day long, and you had you had little bags of nuts, and you had little bags of dry fruit, and you had some jerky, yeah. and you just you just kind of. But you were never really hungry. It was just more mm-hmm. like every now and then you grazed a little bit, and that was it. That's right. Yeah. And that's all that, that's what happens. That, that, that is our natural state, you know, and, and when you get forced back into it, the, the thing is, is that, boy, it, it really sucks to be carrying, a, you know, well, I, I guess the thing, not only does form follow function, but physiology follows function as well. And you want to go into the environment prepared for the environment from a body composition point of view, um, because if you do, <clears throat> then you have that metabolic flexibility. And that's really all that the whole metabolic flexibility thing is, I think most people, they just simply don't have, I, I appreciate the work they're doing, but they don't have the experience uh, to understand what metabolic flexibility really is. And it's just what you and I have just uh, highlighted is that, you know, go out. It, it's, it, it's the most interesting thing in the world that as your level of activity throughout the day increases, you actually eat less and you drink less because you're so much more efficient, because mm. your physiology is following function. And, of course, as it's trying to do that, 
it's going, we do not need all this muscle. Get rid of that. You know? Well, and it's also, I have this, I have this theory of abundance and scarcity. That yeah. the human, that's part of the human, it's part of the evolutionary stamp or imprint yeah. on us. And, and we mm-hmm. see it and we see it all the time. I can give yeah. you some quick illustrations. Uh, children who suffer from idiopathic short stature who get the same dose of growth hormone day in and day out versus mm-hmm. a group that gets the same weekly total dose, but it's right. done erratically and sporadically. Mm-hmm. So one group of kids gets, uh, you know, seven days a week of, uh, uh, one, you know, 10 IUs, 70 IUs a, a week. The other group gets 70 IUs, but they get 35 on Tuesday and, and 35 on uh, Friday. The next week they get, you know, 50 on one day. And, and so what they found was the growth in those children who got the erratic doses of growth hormone was almost twofold greater. Absolutely. Okay. Now, yeah. uh, now I'll give you another one. Uh, Alex Leaf wrote a fantastic article on superhumanradio.net about taking fish oil. So if you take mm-hmm. fish oil capsules every single day, oh, I take my two grams of fish oil every day, Monday through Sunday. I would take them every day. Your yep. body becomes less efficient at what it does with the EPA and DHA, and it starts to use the DHA as energy instead of storing it in fat cells. Mm-hmm. It thinks, well, hell, we've, we'll have more later. Let's just use it. And right. so this is another example of that. I mean, these examples go on and on and on. When you yeah. give the body something day in and day out consistently, it starts to become wasteful of it. Yeah. So so let's relate that back to physical activity then. And, and the comment that I made earlier about uh, in reference to Charles Staley's experiment. So when it comes to loading the human body, so if if every day I go to the gym and I and I'm I, I just, I, it's easy to pick on the hypertrophy guys. Um, so if I, if I go in and I lift heavy every day, I, yeah, I'm going to do this. But if I look at the, the totality of your activity in, in the day, in the week, in the month, and that's the overwhelming majority of what you do and you're consistent with it, then we have the exact same effect, right? So now you're looking at something where you're not really going to get the results that you're looking for. But if you're very active all day, let's, let's say you've got something that, uh, some kind of lifestyle that has you walking, a, a little bit of running, you're just very physically active. You're, a, you're an American postal you, carrier. <laughs> sure, right. Yeah. And, and, and you do that where you've got this huge base of physical activity, and then three days a week you hit the gym hard. The result, because that is a minority of your activity, the results are going to be much higher. I see this every time I do this with someone. Every time. The results are just astronomically more effective than putting you on a six-day-a-week bodybuilding program. Astronomically more effective. Interesting. I want to take yeah. our last commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about a wrap-up on two things. Determining uh, how, how does someone determine their ideal body composition? Yes. Okay? So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Military Fitness Radio.
AnabolicMinds.com is the premier website for credible information on building muscle, burning fat, supplementation, and more. With over 100,000 active registered members and over 2.5 million posts, it's one of the largest communities on the Internet to get help and answers to your questions. It's also the place that the official Superhuman Radio Forum is hosted. Visit AnabolicMinds.com today and get into the action. AnabolicMinds.com. Learn. Teach. Lead. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. There is no other olive oil like Papa Vince Extra Virgin Olive. Not just because of the care and quality that goes into producing it, but also because the unique Nocellata di Belice olive that grows in Sicily is like no other olive in the world. Its spicy yet buttery flavor improves any food it comes in contact with. Higher in antioxidants, Papa Vince is raw, unfiltered, and cloudy, and comes from a single orchard owned and operated by the same family for over 100 years. It's the only olive oil Elisa and I will ever use Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Papa Vince banner ad and use code SHR45 and get two bottles of Papa Vince for $45 while supplies last. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in Can-See eye drops. I've been using Can-See for six months now and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using Can-See eye drops for 11 years now and I credit Can-See eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years years old. Can-see eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Can-see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Can-see eye drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. You've heard about turmeric and you probably use it. It's one of the most talked about health foods in America. Pure Indian Foods sources certified organic turmeric from small farmers in India. This limited edition turmeric is standardized to contain high, naturally occurring curcumin, which is the good stuff you want. It's also lab tested for heavy metals, which you want less of in your food. Psst, don't tell too many people about it. It's limited edition. Get yours today. Go to highcurcumin today to learn more. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. 
Welcome yeah. back. So we're going to try to wrap this uh, discussion up, and then we have a question to answer for. Uh, I have one here from Ian Egger. Do you have another question also, Nate? Did you have I don't. One? I send okay. everyone to uh, on air at superhumanradio.net. Okay, okay. So. so we got we got a question that we have to answer. Okay, so cool. how do I determine what body composition I want if I'm if I'm going to be a warrior? Yeah. So basically, what you want to do is, if you're a man, you want to be shooting for a BMI of 25 with 8 to 12 percent body fat. That is going to give you the body composition that you need. Now, just having that doesn't mean that you're going to have the performance you need because you have to train that muscle to do what you want it to do and what you need it to do. But compositionally speaking, that's what you want. Uh, if you're a woman, then you want it to be BMI 20 with uh, 15 to 20% body fat. And the same thing, that muscle has to be trained very specifically for what it is that we want it to do, which very specifically is uh, strength, uh, strength stamina and uh, lots and lots of locomotion and obstacle negotiation work. So that's the big reveal. Seems It seems reasonable. Yeah, really reasonable. I mean, it's a lot easier than 245 and 7% body fat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know, if, if you'll permit me to wander just for a moment, uh, one of the things I was thinking during the break is that there's – you know, we've had, we've had this running theme throughout the show that I didn't, I did not anticipate having, and it was an oversight on my part, I guess. But when it comes to overall total activity that you do, um, when you're when you are as active as you should be, this is so easy. It's really like you don't even have to put any effort into it. It just happens. Um, you know, and what I'm getting is there's no real special diet that you have to follow or anything like that. You just have to do the activity. Yeah. And this basically just materializes. Uh, this is what all of uh, all of my clients and, and uh, some of my master coaches do. Is you know, their guys they don't even worry about all those. You know, well, let's count how many grams of protein and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, no, no, your body will tell you what it wants and what it needs, and you'll wake up six months from now, look in the mirror, and go, oh my god, because it'll be there. Form will follow the function. So it's pretty cool. What is ASW? Uh, it's a term I came up with uh, years ago. I called it uh, athletic standard weight, and uh, I was, you know, I was just looking for an acronym or something to describe that. Um, I could have called it anything, but it's basically ASW is your best all-around athletic uh, body composition or body weight, um, and I just called it ASW for probably the last seven or eight years. Yeah, so the, the guy or gal you just described a second ago, yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually have a chart. I was thinking about this over the break as well. What I should do uh, later today is um, I'll put this into a PDF, and uh, if you want, you can include it in the, sh in the show notes. Um, yeah, I'll, and, and like, can, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it, a link to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that'll be real informative for folks. Uh, we have a question here yeah. from Ian Edgar. Who in in and of himself is a is a training guru uh, uh, oh, yeah. as well. I remember he Absolutely. did a fantastic course on uh, training with your uh, duffel bag, basically, right? Duffel bag training. Well, that yeah, that's something that he invented for the Marine Corps. But you know what's um, really was... funny? Somebody ripped him off and tried to come out with a commercial product about three or four years ago because they yeah. contacted me and they wanted to advertise on the show. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. They sent me a sample yeah. and everything. It was like in a box. It was like. 
designed to be sold on infomercials, I guess, and stuff. I've never seen it. I never saw it. And it was wow. Uh, and it was a duffel bag training system. It said. And I and oh, when the girl Lord, the, when the girl the from the marketing company contacted me and wanted to get on the air, I said, "Is this is this Ian Edgar's product?" And mm-hmm. she was like, "No, it's this this uh, personal trainer from L.A. or something, or from Arizona. You know, he's like a uh-huh. celebrity trainer." And he, I was like, "Oh no 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 no!" I says, "Wrong wrong." <laughs> I go, "Wrong guy." I'm sorry. <laughs> I never right. I never did anything with it. Oh gosh, yeah, that he's a lot of folks have tried to rip him off. Uh, some of the really big names in the fitness industry. Have uh, have ripped him off, and uh, it, it's unfortunate because the guy's got talent coming out of his ears. And um, but you know, if you don't, have, a lot of times, as all as I can tell you, if you don't have that money behind you, you know, it's kind of impossible to make it in any kind of business, yeah. uh, let alone the fitness business. Yeah. So, uh, so oh. Ian wants to know what's the best kettlebell exercises for the military personnel. <laughs> he knows the answer. Darn it. Um, <laughs> that's why he asked. Yeah. He wants to get on the show and talk right, about right. it. That's right. That's right. Well, we should have him on sometime. Um, the best exercise, I, I have to default back to what the Russians told me many, many years ago, um, where, you know, the question came up, listen, if you're going to have that one exercise, let's say you only have time to do one thing, what's your biggest bang for the buck? And it really is uh, the double clean and jerk. Um, and if you're not good at the jerk part, you can do, you know, double clean and press. And if you really want to step it up, you can do, um, you can do a clean squat press out of that. Um, any of those variations of it are fine. Uh, but that's going to give you the most challenge in a short period of time. Um, and, and it's just, it's kind of a silly question in a way, you know, people love those where they, you know, what's the one best thing? Well, there is no one best thing, but, but that's a better thing to do. Um, you know, so if you uh, let's say you were somebody who was well rounded and circumstances being what they were, you mm-hmm. could only do this one move that you just said, right? The, 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 mm-hmm. the double a kettlebell clean and press, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you did that, how many times a day should you do it? And how often? And, and how many reps? I mean, g- give me a, give me the routine. Like <laughs> if the guy who's stuck out there and that's all he's got. Right. Well, and, and so, yeah, these are specific details that, uh, that are, that are going to be situation dependent. So you could just do, I mean, my first and foremost recommendation would be just do, uh, find a weight that you can do this with and do a 10 minute set as many, oh, uh, like as many that. as you can do without killing yourself do them for time. Um, right. yeah, do it for time, but a little bit differently. I actually want your heart rate low. I don't want it high. I don't want you gasping for breath. I want you doing it. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the Russian way would be um, uh, six reps a minute. Uh, so you're, do, you know, you're only doing one every, every 10 seconds or so. Go, go slow, six, you know, six reps a minute or so, um, but do that for 10 minutes. And, and that's going to give you your biggest bang for the buck. You no, know, that yeah. sounds exciting. I mean, that's, really, that sounds oh, manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is for a few minutes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, and then I'll get the hate mail, um, which is great. You know, if people want to do a little suffering, that's a great way to do it. But, but that is, it's, it's, you know, that, that's a whole other show we'll have to do on how to build strength stamina for real. Uh, but that's how I would do it. Just one set, 10 minutes long, um, you know, one, uh, uh, six reps a minute is, is what I would do. 
Um, and if that's too hard, do three reps a minute. Just work your way up. Um, and if you're really good, you'll do 12 reps a minute. Uh, good luck with that. But, yeah, right. <laughs> um, because that's pretty advanced. Um, but that's what I do. It doesn't take any, any more than that. If you don't want to do that or you want to do more in, in a given day, then um, then just break that up and do, um, you know, let's, let's say uh, three, four-minute sessions, you know, one in the morning, noon, and night. Um, same thing, same thing, just uh, but make it four-minute sessions. I think one of the most exciting things to come out of today's show, which was not intended, <laughs> was, and this is just one, there were several really, really hot topics today, but... Yeah. The idea that you should get your children out there and get them to do some heavy stuff at a young age so that they realize it doesn't hurt them, it doesn't kill them, and th- you will you will stamp them to be stronger as they get older. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's another component to that as well, Carl, that we just didn't really have time to, to hit on, but maybe we've got a minute or two now. I yeah, mean, what do you yeah. think? Yeah. So well, one of the things, you know, we talk about metabolic flexibility. You want your children to have that as well. But the other thing that you need your children to have is hormonal flexibility. And that's really important. One of the things that we're seeing over and over and over again is uh, kids that are, and not just kids now, but everyone, they're, they're carrying too much, too much fat. And when you're carrying too much fat, um, as a matter of fact, I would say if you're, uh, let's call it 15, 15 pounds overweight, you automatically have an estrogen problem, automatically. And this is profound because when you have an estrogen problem, excuse me, I've got that frog in my throat today too. Um, When you have that estrogen problem, one of the things that just keeps coming up over and over and over again is that until you correct that issue, you are going to have a hell of a time improving your body composition or your physical performance or building muscle. so just real quick, a story. I, I had a guy years ago who actually came and lived with me and trained with me. And um, really great guy. And, um, you know, we threw everything we had at this kid. Um, he was significantly overweight and had spent his entire childhood basically sedentary in front of uh, a video game and a television. And we threw everything we had at this kid. And he just broke down over and over and over again. I mean, we couldn't build strength. We couldn't build stamina. We couldn't, I mean, we couldn't touch his weight, nothing. And uh, I remember I got on the phone to uh, uh, Sean Phillips. And I said, man, what the heck? You know, what else can I try here? Because I'm starting to get a little desperate. And he said, well, have a look at his hormone profile. Well, we did that. And he had the testosterone level of an 80-year-old man and the estrogen uh, profile of an 80 year old woman. And, um, so I called up Mike Mahler and I, I put him on a, a stack that Mike Mahler recommended. And, <laughs> oh my God, I mean, within, within a week, he had lost 10 pounds. Um, he was, you know, pretty active at identifying the good looking women around. Uh, his strength was going through the roof. His stamina went through the roof. I mean, it was just mind blowing what happened to this kid in two weeks by turning that around. And this is after, I want to say four months of nothing, nothing. So I've applied that template to a lot of folks since then. And when we clean up the estrogen and bring the testosterone back to where it should be, it's mind blowing what you can do with folks. But we are raising generations of children now that are just massively estrogen dominant and they will never 
no matter how much CrossFit they do, will never lose the weight that they need to to attain a body composition that they'd like to have. So yeah, it's amazing. That's, and, and I guess, for, my final point. And, and you know what? Uh, fat makes estrogen by itself. You know, for it people does. who don't understand that, the aromatase enzyme takes any kind of androgen, DHEA, uh, which is aromatizable, and, and turns yeah. it into estrogen. So mm-hmm. you, you definitely have a you definitely have a hormone imbalance in any child who is carrying a lot of body fat. There's no doubt about it. All right, Nate, uh, yeah. plug the website one more time. Yeah, it's uh, www.americandefense. That's defense spelled with a C, not with an S. AmericanDefense.us. There's a blog on there, a bunch of products. We're rolling out some remote coaching next week or the week after, probably the week after Thanksgiving. Um, so a lot of good stuff going on there for anyone who's actually serious about going into special operations. We'll be opening that up. So a lot of fun stuff in the future here. And what about law enforcement? Do they have to be military? No, but the problem that I have with law enforcement is their schedule. They're screwed. You know, you're, you're looking at a guy, um, you know, I have a lot of cops get, get a hold of me. And they say, well, this is what I want to do. And I say, well, how much time do you have available to, to train? And, and by the time you're done looking at what their life entails, it's like, you know, buddy, you really sh- you need to quit and go do something else. Because the bottom line is you can't do that with the job that you have. I mean, they work these guys to death. They work them in terrible, terrible shifts, on and on and on. I mean, it's just the problems can go on. Um, the, the thing is, and, and we're starting to see a little bit of a shift out there. It's kind of starting with the fire departments where they're waking up. The towns are waking up and saying, uh, like, for example, Dalton, Georgia, many years ago, I, I did some training with their fire department, and they had hired a personal trainer for the fire department and said, if you're going to be a fireman, you will do what she has you do. And um, why? Well, because the average, uh, the average firefighter dies just like a cop. They die at about age 52 because they've had such an unhealthy lifestyle they then retire and, and go into sedentary mode, and they drop dead by, you know, about 52, 55. And they said, we're kind of sick and tired of that. Um, and there's a few departments out there in the country that are starting to change the number of hours and the scheduling practices that they have and everything. Um, but until they have what I would call a rational schedule, I really I don't have much that I can do for folks that are in law enforcement. Really sad. Really, really sad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of not, I mean, I can do it, but what I'd, I'd rather train operators and soldiers. And, and it's not to exclude those guys. I mean, if you come to me, I'm going to do what I can for you. Absolutely. It's just what you think I can do for you is predicated entirely on your schedule. Yeah. So that's the, the difficulty there. All right, man. So uh, we will have another show next week, and then the week after we have Thanksgiving. So um, thanks so much for everything, Nate. Oh, thank you, Carl. This is starting to get more and more fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, and we're going to break into some new topics. If you have questions, uh, send them to onair at superhumanradio.net, and we'll get it asked at the end of uh, the next show. All right, take it easy, brother. And Thanks, we'll Carl. Appreciate it. See everybody Monday. I'm off tomorrow.